Ryan here, and you're listening to the podcast version of the radio show Fast Lane, which broadcasts live four to six every Monday on Cork City Community Radio with myself, Ryan Jones, and my co-host Sean Collins. Well, I say this week with myself, Ryan Jones, my co-host Sean Collins, but this is actually the only time you're going to hear me on this recording because I am currently in an airport in Carcassonne in France. I'm about to fly home, but I spent the week in France. So Sean did the show yesterday by himself. So this is Sean's solo show. And in my absence, Sean decided to fill the show with a vast array of guests to cover myself. So he spoke to musicians, Mel Maris, Abby Lee and Anya Duffy, who all performed live in studio. He also had the return of Rachel Leary, Miss Cork City 2023, where they had a more in-depth interview about her being a brand ambassador for Alzheimer's Island, as well as preparing for the Miss Island competition in the coming months. Sean also mainly talks about missing me, really. He slagged me off a bit on air, but don't worry, normal schedule will resume next week. Now, like always, if you join this podcast or like to listen to us live, you can do this by going on Cork City Community Radio's website every Monday, 4 to 6, and press the Listen Live button, or tune to 100.5 FM if you live in Cork City. Like always, all music has been edited out due to copyright as well as any of the station's announcements. So now please enjoy the show. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Fast Lane yet again between 4 until 6pm today. Today we are missing my co-host, he's abandoned me, he's in France, he's on the beach, he sent me a picture on the beach, he needs to lose weight and he needs to do it fast. So... Currently, I am joined in studio by a singer that we just listened to, but we're going to one-up it and we're going to hear her live. So we're joined by Mel Marins. Mel, if you want to take it away. Hello there. Thank you so much for having me. Um, It's a pleasure to have you. Well, um, we're going to be singing a song I wrote called Julie. And I feel like I should say a little something about how I wrote the song. That's okay. It's going to be real quick. Um, I wrote the song because I got this song ready in my dream. And it's about this girl. And she has a boyfriend. And... The boyfriend's called Harry, but what Harry doesn't know is that she has a secret. And this song's called Dooley. Dooley's a girl in my class, blonde hair and a little white dress. She makes everyone so impressed. Dooley got a pretty boyfriend too Too bad that Harry hasn't got a clue The lately she's acting differently Dooley sits next to me Tells me all about her family Talks to me as if no one can see She got her eyes on someone new I don't know it's true I sit in my rear view she thinks I don't know, but I know The way she says hello It's always it a show But she doesn't know that I know Julie called me on the phone last night But then she hung up and I sighed Good thing it was midnight The next day Julie comes up to me She thinks I didn't even say That she tried to talk to me last night 
I delete, tell me why the mystery Is it because no one else see what I see? Oh, I know why you're acting shady Cigarettes on someone new I don't know it's true I sit in my rear view She thinks I don't know But I know the way she says hello It's always it a show But she doesn't know that I know Julie called me on the phone last night Told me that something wasn't right Finally she said I got my eyes on someone new And I gotta tell you That I'm all about you I don't know if you know But every time I say hello I was hoping you would know That I am all about you And it was always you And it was always you I was all about You (laughs) Thank you! Thank you so much. Um, I've, I've already gotten a text in from my co-host who's in France saying, why do I get the good guess when he's not here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, so I suppose first thing, if you want to introduce yourself. Well, um, hi, everyone. Oh, my name is Mel Marins. I'm a singer-songwriter, and I live in Cork, Ireland, which is in Ireland. I'm glad <laughs> I told you guys, because otherwise I Just don't... in case they didn't yeah. know, yeah. You yeah. never know. You uh, never know. Do you want to tell us a bit about the song you just sang, Julie? Yeah, of course. Um, the song Julie I wrote um, about almost like a year ago and I was actually um, sleeping and then I had this dream and I had a dream about this girl called Julie and it's really weird I, I don't I know but um it was just a dream and then this girl Julie had a boyfriend called Harry which I love to create fake scenarios about stuff and um, Julie had a secret and Harry didn't know that she had a secret but in my dream I was Julie's best friend and I knew what she was hiding and um, and then Harry finds out, and then there's a whole music video about it. And um, it was one of like my favorite songs to write because it's so creative and like it's almost like of a storytelling type of song, you know? It's like not any. It it doesn't sound like my type of music that I do. It's kind of like country music, and I usually go into the rock vibe. But the song was just like it sounds so country when I was like coming up with the melodies and the guitar, and I was like, this should be a country song. And then. I think it, it worked out pretty good. I don't know. You let oh, me it know. It sounded pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and what was it like for you, for you to um, film a music video? Oh, yeah. Well, um, all of my music videos that I put out, um, I do it with my mom and dad. So we, my mom is in charge of um, like the scenarios and helping me with my style and hair. And my dad is the IT guy. He's like the cameraman. He films everything. And um, he's actually in the music video. I don't know if I should tell you this because... <laughs> like we don't have anyone like we're like I'm I'm like an independent artist so I don't have like a label to be like oh you're gonna do this with that guy and blah 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 so like dad can you be hairy and can we pretend to fight and then there's a scene in that which is really funny because we couldn't stop laughing and um yeah we usually um we filmed it in Cork City actually by the way it was um by the river and it was so fun it was summer it was I think it was summer 2021 I think yeah and it was so hot and warm and I, I didn't have a country hat back in the time. So we got like a normal hat and then my mom put like pins in it to like 
curve the sides of the hat and it's just yeah but um i suppose to take it back a few years then do you want to talk to us how about how you got kind of started in music where it all began for you yeah well um i'm 20 now i like to say i just turned 20 even though it was in april because i don't like getting old but um <laughs> but it all started when um i guess i was like i don't know nine when my grandpa used to play guitar um when i was a little kid before he passed away we used to play guitar and he was kind of like my inspiration on why i got into music because my dad and i um my, my grandpa my dad and i we used to play on like on the living room like songs and then then i used to sing but um, I realized that it was a thing when I realized I could write songs, like when I was um, 12, 12 years old. And um, I just, I was like, I want to go, mom, can I, I was like, mom, can I um, do singing um, classes, like, you know, vocal lessons? And then she put me into a singing class. And there was actually a producer in my singing class. And then we were like, hey, I just wrote the song. And it was actually in Portuguese, a song that I wrote in Portuguese, which I don't remember. <laughs> if you ask me, I don't remember. I don't know how to play it. I don't even know how I wrote it. I, I was so young. And um, we produced a song. And then that's how it started going. Um, I just realized that it could actually be a thing. And, I, and then we moved to Ireland. And it's just all, all, all of my dreams just started happening. And how do you find the um, music scene in Cork? Um, well, um, as I told you earlier, um, Cork is a really calm city, you know. Yeah. And um, I think sometimes when I, I'm a busker, right? And um, usually when I busk on the streets, people are really, really, really shy. Like sometimes when they're going to like throw like a tip, they like they throw and they start running away. Like they're so shy. And I'm just like, calm down. It's okay. I'm not going to bite you, you know. And um, but I think it's really... Um, they're like you guys are so welcoming like i wouldn't be here if you know if it were if it weren't for you so thank you so much for having me this is like a dream come true and um i just think um if you um work hard enough you can get great opportunities you know and that's what Cork is here for and how long have you been busking for so um i moved to ireland when i was 13 14 like five years ago so that would be 14 i think yeah i think i can do my math <laughs> and um it was in back in february and then in december um i got my first keyboard for christmas and then that's when i started busking it was just me and my keyboard with no mic no amp just like full kind of like a cappella and um and then since then i just i was like okay i need to get an amp and stuff and then my dad helped me with, with all of that and so I'd say, yeah, December um, 2018. And could you tell me as well about writing your own music, how that kind of process goes for you? Oh, well, that's my favorite thing to talk about because um, I always like to say that I'm a songwriter first, then a singer, because I wouldn't sing if I didn't write, you know, because, you know, there's no songs without a songwriter. You can't sing without a song. And um, songwriting has always been part of me. And the way I usually write songs is um, I can write like... I feel like if I want to write a sad song, I just grab my piano and then I start playing like random melodies and stuff. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a cold. And um, and if I want to write like um, happy, upbeat songs, I just grab my guitar. And then the way I wrote the song, for example, called Julie, um, I put the cape on the seventh fret and then I was like, okay, let's just strum like some random chords. And then I was like, da -da 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 -da. <laughs> and then that's basically how it goes. And then lyrics come really fast to me. Um, I can say I'm a very creative person. I can write a song in like 10 minutes, an hour. I don't know. It just it comes really fast to me. Uh, could you tell me a bit about kind of goals going forward? What what you see in your future? Well, um, 
my dream is, I guess, um, well, like any other artist's dream, you know, to make it big. But um, if for some reason I don't make it big, I just want to do music for the rest of my life. But the goal, the goal is to get a manager, you know, Dad, I love you, you're a great manager, but I think we can do more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's right behind me, he's looking at me he's like... Right behind what? you, I saw the look in his eyes, like, wait, am I fired? <laughs> no, but maybe if someone comes along, you can just, you know, enjoy life. You never know who's listening to this. <laughs> exactly. Um, a manager would be perfect to, um, you know, um, go to an actual studio, because I do all of my music at home, And then I produce um, my songs with the producer in Brazil, and we do all remotely. And it would be so fun to like actually go to studio and um, release the music with someone that actually knows what to do with the song, you know, and like do more gigs and open, like be like not a headliner because maybe that's like a faraway thing, but like maybe open someone's show, you know, that would be such a dream. I suppose, Mel, I'll just thank you for coming on, and I'll quickly jump into our next song, which is by Ava Max. So Perfect. we'll be back just after this. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. And I'm still joined in studio by uh, Mel Marins. I suppose, Mel, I want to ask you a little bit as well about all the cover songs oh, yes. that you do, because I, that's actually how I came across you. Really? I, I came across, um, you were doing a lot of Olivia Rodrigo covers. Oh, that's really nice, um, because um, I have a great um, answer for that, because um, what, what was I going to say about covers is um, I love doing covers. It's um, how I learned how to sing by singing other people's songs. And I think covers are really important to, you know, attract other people's attention like yours. And um, But I think um, going back to the original song stuff, um, I, I feel like um, I want people to actually maybe know me for my songs like for example um i had a, a challenge on my youtube channel on my youtube channel that i wrote 30 songs for like a whole month so like i posted like 30 songs for a whole month and i used to covers in between to get people's attention to see my original songs. so i think covers are really important to attract people's attention and kind of like do a clickbait to what you actually want them to see you know yeah and have you a favorite artist to cover <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my, my co-host is obsessed with Taylor Swift. Really? He is obsessed with him. He's he's a twenty-nine-year-old man. Oh my god. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Every week we have to have a Taylor Swift song. Oh my gosh. He's he's awful. I don't have a Taylor Swift song this week. Oh uh, no. No, it's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> I've had it for the past months. I'm a num- Swifty for life. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and could you tell me a bit about moving from Brazil? What that was like for you? Um. <laughs> that makes me emotional because um well even though I moved when I was 14 I was I wasn't like a kid but I wasn't like an adult I was like in that age where like in between you're nothing like you're not an adult and you're not, not like a kid so you're just like a weird human being and um I used to have you know a lot of friends I was in school back then um, my cousin was my best friend I'm the only child so my cousin was like a sister for me my grandma and my grandpa which um I lost my grandpa, which um, was something that I, it was a hard time dealing with because the last time I went to Brazil was February this year because the whole COVID thing happened and then I couldn't go back to see them. Then I lost my grandpa during that time and it was really hard for my mom and I and my dad and um, and and going like leaving a country and going to another country that 
the whole culture is different and the weather especially mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um it was just overwhelming but um i kind of like it now better than brazil to be honest and could you talk to me as well a bit about if you have any gigs upcoming or if there's anywhere you're kind of wanting to play well um I was supposed to play in Cypress Avenue. I was going to open for this amazing um, singer called Duda Beats. She's like really famous in Brazil yeah. and sadly it was cancelled because she missed the flight. But um, I don't have any um, upcoming gigs, sadly. But um, I'm looking, I'm like working hard to get one and um, hopefully something will appear and I'll find something. But right now I'm just busking. And just one last question. Could you just tell me a bit about your life kind of outside of music? Um, well... Um, in 2020, I dropped out of school. Um, it wasn't something like um, I'm proud of. Um, it was something that actually um, my parents and I would decided because of the whole COVID thing. We didn't know if we were going to go back to school. And um, before COVID, um, all I used to do was study and I couldn't even focus on music. But after I left school, it was something that worked for me. And I don't recommend it to anyone. It was just something that worked for me. And after I left school, um, I just like... Everything that I have now related to music is because I left school. Like, I have so much time to write songs. And um, besides writing songs, I can, you know, um, write poems, which is I love. I can read more books that it's just not like math and like science books, you know. And um, yeah. So, Mel, I just want to thank you for your time coming on. We're going to jump over to a song now. Okay. And we'll say goodbye to you. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Satisfaction asking how you're doing now. We're taking it up a few gears with Fast Lane on Cork City Community Radio. Now it's back with just me alone in the studio again. Uh, so I didn't get much time there to do a quick uh, little introduction, so I'll, I'll hit you with it now about 40 minutes through the show. Uh, so, of course, welcome to Fastlane on Cork City Community Radio yet again. Uh, today, coming up on the show, since Ryan has abandoned me and I'm doing the show alone, I decided to line up the best show we've ever done, all right? So we're, we've lined up. We just had Mel Marins, who's a fabulous singer. Coming into the studio there in about seven minutes' time is another amazing singer named Abby Lee. After that... I'm going to be bringing in Miss Anya Duffy as well, yet another great singer. And as well as that, to top it all off, we'll have Miss Cork City back in with us, Rachel O'Leary. This week so far, it's been been a busy one because Ryan abandoned me, as I say. Uh, I am missing you, Ryan. I know you're listening. I I, I am missing you quite quite a bit. Uh, I do have a song for you, though, Ryan, just for abandoning me. But I don't know if I should play it. I'll, I'll let you decide if you want to text in... You should know the number. If not, Ryan, post it on your story. Uh, so, as I said, coming up, we have Abby Lee, who will be playing live for us as well. Uh, but for now, we're going to jump over to the number three charts, uh, Calm Down by Rema and Selena Gomez. <laughs> Listening to Fast Lane on 100.5 FM with Ryan and Sean. Hey, this is Abby Lee, and this is my new single, That Night. Mm-hmm. 
What's going on? This feels right, but we know it's wrong. I get a feeling, don't lose control. My body wants to move. I can't rest my soul. Is this what you really want? Is this what you need? I know your mind's been gone. Hearts in the lead. I know what's on your mind. It's on mine too. Why are we wasting time? Let's see this through. We fast forward to the next day. I'm trying to find the words. I don't know what to say. Do I want to go back to the night? What happens in the dark must come into light I say don't worry, life goes on I couldn't find the words, so I wrote this song Tell me baby, are we alright? If you had a chance, would you go back to that night? what you really want is this what you need I know your mind's been gone your heart's in the lead I know what's on your mind it's on mine too why are we wasting time let's see this through I'm so sorry about that. I usually have, I will have to say, I usually have Jake with me who plays guitar and he's probably going to kill me for butchering that. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. But well, um, I haven't got any complaints in yet anyway. I, uh, God, we, there's time yet, there's time yet. I will have to somehow redeem myself um, and you'll have to trust me when I release the track, I'll, I'll have Jake on the guitar, so... <laughs> shocking I'm so sorry that was not shocking at all jeez oh, too God. harsh on yourself man too harsh God um, and I thought my guitar skills were up to scratch <laughs> you got through it you got there oh you got um, there that's it I that's suppose the first thing. question I'll ask is uh, do you want to talk a bit about writing that song what the yeah, song's about um, I suppose it's sort of a storytelling song um, <laughs> it's about uh, a night I had not that long ago with a friend of mine um, and we had we had a nice night. We were dancing, and it was uh, how could I sum it up? It was a good night, and hmm, I don't really know what else to say. I suppose the song kind of did the talking for me. I was hoping it was going to just leave it at that. But um, yeah, it was a song about that night, and um, 
yeah, I don't really know how else to uh, <laughs> to be describing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you want to um, talk a bit about the um, Body and Soul Festival? Oh, I would actually. I'd love to. Um, that was actually my first festival that I had been at. And um, it was a really, really amazing experience. Um, I, I actually got the chance to go up with Stevie, Stevie Granger. Um, and he was kind enough to bring myself and four other artists along with him and I think um, if I'm right Eusinia was she here? Yeah she yeah, was she, here last week I think. Yeah she came up as well um, she's amazing <laughs> but um, yeah we all got to go up there and perform two songs each so it was an unreal experience you know just from never being at a festival before and then to be able to perform at one. <laughs> and uh, what was the feeling when you got the, the message saying do you want to perform at Body and Soul Festival? I I was thrilled like I honestly I wouldn't have even put myself in that kind of category to be on a stage like that especially on my own so um I was nervous of course but um yeah I was delighted and it was it was an honor <laughs> and uh, do you want to talk to us a bit about um your kind of starting music how you started out what made you want yeah. to start out um so I suppose I've always had a huge interest in in music I've you know, my mom used to play all sorts of genres and artists growing up. And um, my dad was a singer as well. But um, I suppose it's only the last couple of years recently I started taking it seriously and going about, um, you know, writing my own music. Um, and I think, honestly, the Cork Academy of Music, that's just around the corner, that was a huge step for me, um, like confidence-wise and just getting into music in general. Um, they're brilliant over there. They really kind of pushed me on the right path. And um, yeah, I'd say that was a huge part of me getting into music and getting to know people in that kind of scene as well. And for other songs that you've written, your original songs, could you want to talk a bit about the process for you of yeah, writing out songs? Definitely. Um, I think, honestly, when I first started writing my own music, I was more so thinking about what I thought people wanted to hear as opposed to, you know, writing about my own experiences. And I feel when I started being more true to my, you know, my song writing and my lyrics, um, it kind of came more naturally. And I suppose like like with that night, I, <laughs> I suppose my way of um, songwriting is almost like journaling, like someone keeping a diary. So I just honestly write about whatever I'm feeling at that time and um, like with that night I had to get it out and I have another song um, called Time and that's just about um, like being stuck in the comfort zone and um, you know kind of being your own biggest critic because I find that I'm that person for myself um, but yeah I I don't know the process really is just um, I don't know just taking it all as it comes really and when I want to write about something, I'll get it out in my diary and then it turns into lyrics somehow. <laughs> and could you tell me a bit about like the inspirations you had growing up, singers yeah. who made you want to mm -hmm. get into music? Um, so definitely um, Amy Winehouse and singers in that kind of category, the kind of R&B soul um, kind of vibe. Um, and Nina Simone, um, Sade, all those kind of... And a lot of male singers as well, the likes of Bill Withers and um, Donny Hathaway. There's loads. Um, I suppose really that kind of style of music had a huge influence because of my mom. Um, like I mentioned there a while ago, she 
she always played all sorts of music when I was growing up. And um, yeah, she. I'm really grateful for that as well, like because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't actually know a lot of um, the artists that I would know, I'd say. And uh, how did you decide on kind of your sound, your kind of soul R&B sound? Because it's not mm-hmm. a sound that's as popular as it once was. Yeah, but definitely. But it's, it's somewhat refreshing to hear it around, mm-hmm. you know, Cork City again. Yeah, big time. Um, I'm honestly, I think for a little while I was not kind of copying other artists that I love, but I was um, kind of putting a dampener on my own voice, if that makes sense, because I thought it was too deep or too something. Um, but I think... I just went with what worked for me and that that always seems to be um you know the best kind of thing to do um and I like I suppose when people ask me what kind of genre you would put myself into I don't really even know <laughs> it would be a mixture of a few I suppose um yeah could you tell me a bit about kind of life outside of music mm-hmm. yeah um so I've grown up in Cork my whole city or in my whole city <laughs> god <laughs> apparently I can't talk I've grown up in Cork all my life um, uh, my dad was Nigerian and I, my mum is Irish so I come from a mixed race background um, what else, where do I start uh, hmm I never really know where to start I suppose I grew up most of my life down in Cargillane kind of area um, just before we moved down from the north side and um yeah, we kind of stayed down around there for a long time. Um, I don't really know. That's, and I went to school there and all that sort of stuff as well, yeah. Could you tell me a bit about kind of goals for the future for you mm-hmm. in terms of music? Yeah. Um, so it's only since I would say uh, September when I started back in the Cork Academy of Music that I really wanted to start pushing myself down that path of um, like a career in music. Um, so I suppose further goals for me would just be to kind of be gigging as much as I can right now and to just get my name out there and not only my name obviously but my music and um, I suppose the goal is to not to sound cringe but to connect with people you know all around um, around Cork and around Ireland hopefully at some point um, and just share my music with people that's that's the goal and hopefully also if I'm lucky enough to be able to make a living off it (laughs) but yeah just honestly get my music out there and yeah hope people enjoy it as much as I love to sing it (laughs) Uh, so Abby I want to say thanks for coming on thank you so much it's been a pleasure to have you on thank you so much cheers we'll be back just after this number two chart at the minute which is Fast Car by Luke Combs you out of those Monday blues. It's Fast Lane on Cork City Community Radio. You've heard the real news. Now it's time for the weird news on Cork City Community Radio. Yes, we are back with our weird news of the week. Cue the music. So I have three headlines and one story for you today uh, the headline which is always always funny uh, we have three of them we have a woman who is 64 years of age punched a bear on its nose to stop it chasing her dog our other headline man tries to nick an ATM by subtly ramming stolen crane into it and our other headline that music is dramatic our other headline 
In Mexico, a mayor has married an alligator who he calls his princess girl. But now for our story, which is always interesting. Uh, we have a grandfather has told of his shock at finding a live snake in a bunch of broccoli he says he purchased from an Aldi store. Neville Lenton, who's 63 years of age, he described finding the reptile, which was later identified as a ladder snake, and it was a frightening experience. He's a father of three. He said he bought the broccoli at Aldi in uh, the West Midlands in England. Of course, it's England, Ryan, I told you. Uh, when taking it out of his fridge to prepare a meal, he noticed a non-venomous snake nestled in near the stem. And a quote from Mr. Linton says, It was pretty frightening. I'm not good with snakes. But who is in England when we don't see them every day? It's not like we're in Australia, lads. Uh, it is, it's lucky I didn't just leave the broccoli out in the kitchen or he would have been loose in the house knocking about. That would have been a huge risk for us because we have two vulnerable people living here. The snake, thankfully, was later taken to Dudley Zoo in England. Uh, to jump ship now, we're going to jump straight in to our viral news. Welcome to the internet. Have a look around. It's time to look at this week's Fastlane viral internet news. I'm going to start us off straight away with a, one of the best clips I've ever heard in my life. I've, I've beaten all of Ryan's viral news straight away. Uh, this was a lady in America giving some very good advice about why we shouldn't be in the water with sharks. So we'll have a listen to what she has to say. I'm not going to the ocean because that's the shark's house. Okay? The shark has the right to eat you up when you're in his house. When chickens come in my house, guess what? They get ate. When pigs come in my house, they own the plate. So when you go in the shark's house, you're going to get ate up. You know, let's, let's use some common sense. If you go into the beach, go to the beach. You watch the ocean from a distance. What a great, great, great clip. And I, Ryan, I know you're sat in that beach chair laughing your bloody head off right now. Uh, I'm also going to jump into another clip, which was a teenager. Uh, he just had surgery on his on his mouth, on his gums. Uh, he was obviously drugged up, as we are, after going to the dentist from the painkillers. And this is what he had to say coming out. Teenager went in for dental surgery and came out upset at Beyonce. Where's Beyonce? Beyonce couldn't make it. She wants to be here. She I can't help but giggle when I watch this, but I am concerned about his pride today. The boy's mom says he was on Valium when they shot this video, and he doesn't remember any of these things. Doesn't remember saying any of it. The poor boy, like getting laughed at by a news presenter as well. Me and Ryan would never do that. We'd never laugh at people at their misfortune, would we, Ryan? And uh, Ryan is texting me and giving me instruction, of course, turning down beds and that because he's a, a slight control freak, I would say. I think it's the only way to uh, phrase Ryan. Now, of course, coming up as well, I have just caught the eye of Rachel O'Leary, who is going to be joining us in studio any minute now. Uh, but before we do that... I'm going to play the number one hit of the Billboard chart this week, which is, yet again, I'm sorry, Ryan, it's Last Night by Morgan Wallen. Last night we 
Driving you out of Mondays in style with Ryan and Sean. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am yet again joined in studio by a guest. If you want to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Rachel, back again, or Miss Cork City also, as it may be known. Well, probably Rachel more so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I suppose, do you want to tell me what you've been up to since our last interview? Yeah, I was just saying it feels like forever ago that the last interview was but I actually don't think it was too much long ago so in the meantime we're still kind of waiting for the main events of Miss Ireland which is happening later in the year to kind of kick off all the PR events so I'm kind of taking trying to take as much of a rest period before that but we're still keeping very busy in between so at the moment I'm just doing a lot of work with a couple of my sponsors and especially um, Alzheimer's Ireland which I think I mentioned the last day that I was a brand ambassador for now so it's just been kind of we've worked to Dublin one day with them and it's just trying to organize I suppose the events calendar for the rest of the year as well that I'll be partaking in as a brand ambassador so it's it's been busy um but it's been very productive and I love being productive so it's great and could you tell me a bit about the being a brand ambassador for Alzheimer's Ireland like how did it come about and, and why Alzheimer's Ireland of all other yeah so um you know, when you come to kind of looking at charities that you want to work with, obviously you would like to pick a lot that would have, I suppose, more of an impact or would mean a bit more to you personally. So I think, you know, a lot of people would gravitate towards mental health because it's something that they believe is very important, which I also believe. So I'm excited to see who kind of crops up with mental health charities going forward. But for me, um, I kind of wanted to work with charities for quite a while, but it was just a matter of picking I suppose which one I, I would love to work with the most and um, last year it's actually been just over a year now my grandparents both of my grandparents on my mom's side got diagnosed with dementia so which is a under the kind of umbrella term of Alzheimer's and I thought you know there's no better way to honor them they're still alive today thank god which is great and hopefully they'll be alive for the to watch the competition as well later in the year um, so I think I, I said I'd love to represent show a lot of people you know, it's a, it's something very common. There's resources out there, which is how I got joined with Alzheimer's Ireland. And it's just been absolutely incredible since I started working with them from day one. It's amazing. And could you tell me a bit about your relationship with your grandparents? Because obviously they must mean quite a bit to you for you to... of all all, um, places to choose to be a brand ambassador for yeah 100% like my um, so they're both on my mom's side so my mom's parents and they actually live very close to us which I think is why I'm so close to them like our whole lives growing up you know um, they minded us quite a lot while our parents were working so we spent almost every day with them when I kind of got a bit older I used to go to their house like at least once a week for lunch and I just loved hanging out with them and I learned so so much there's two of the wisest people that I ever met um and I suppose it's when you look at them now you know unfortunately with like dementia it kind of strips them back quite sadly from being these very strong wise people to almost bring them back to like a childhood kind of stage where they're not able to do as much as they would have and I thought you know they helped me I wouldn't be half the person I am today at all without my two grandparents. So I thought it would be nice to kind of, you know, give back. We take care of them. They're in a nursing home now at the moment out in Mallow, um, Breedhaven Nursing Home, who we love working with all the time. But um, they're out there now at the moment. We visit them all the time. And, you know, it's kind of our, I suppose it's our, it's the way I'd like to pay them back for making me who I am as well. So it's very special that way. 
And could we go back to when you won Miss Cork City? Uh-huh. Um, could you tell me a bit about the, the emotions involved with that being up on the stage? Yeah, oh my God, it was, <laughs> it seems like so long ago, but I think it was only back in April, I think it was. Um, it was insane. Like, I think we were just so shocked, I think, was one part of it, because I know a lot of the girls there, including myself, said we'd love to go into it to kind of make some friendships, see what it was about. It was nothing any of us had ever done before. But um, actually, like, coming second and winning Miss Cork City, then it was kind of a oh my god moment because straight away we knew it meant that we were going forward to the Miss Ireland pageant which then of course you go on to Miss World so it's it was just like oh my god you were kind of celebrating what joy you were in there but also thinking the excitement of what's ahead it was it was unbelievable it was unbelievable do you think you a few years ago would have imagined this is where you'd be now no (laughs) not at all (laughs) not at all I actually no I'd say even up as far as maybe two years ago even a year ago it would be something I'd never have done it is so far out of I think anybody's comfort zone and it's something that you really once you experience it you'd never want to go back like I love now all the glitz and the glamour all my Instagram page is just pageants upon pageants um and I love being in the world a bit now to be honest it's great and like when I was younger I think I was discussed this as well the last time that I was on about struggling a lot with social anxiety and not being able to like go to the bathroom or like go to the shop or, or like leave the car without my mom at any stage and to go from that to being on stage and answering questions in front of a huge audience and walking up and down the stage with everybody staring at you it was daunting but you know it's it's something that I I couldn't and that's something I commend some of the girls in the competition were so young they were you know 18 and 19 and even Miss Cork Rena is is I think she's 20 now so it's just to see them do it at a younger age it's just oh so much respect for them it's incredible I'm so proud of them um, would you have any kind of messages or tips to other people who might have uh, problems with social anxiety I would I know it's a lot easier said than done but I think when you come out of the other side of it uh, I think first you know you really want to have to you want to improve I guess um, in terms of branching out a bit you know my my circle of friends would be very small but it's not to say you have to go out and talk to everybody that you meet but I now love networking so I will talk to absolutely everybody make it my absolute business to introduce myself to everybody straight away and I think it's a lot of it is um, you know the phrase like fake it till you make it it's a confidence thing if you believe you have the confidence to own a room I think you can and nobody would know otherwise so that would honestly be my best advice is just have the confidence and if you don't just fake it till you make it because it will work which is great (laughs) Could you tell me as well, uh, Miss Ireland is coming up, of course, yeah. the, the competition. Could you tell mm-hmm. me the process of that now and when it's going to be getting going? Yeah, well, I think at the moment there was just a little bit of um, a delay in, I think, some of the selection for some of the counties. So I think it was supposed to kick off this month, all right, but I think it's just being pushed back a little bit. So um, we'll have our launch date, which is when we all go up to Dublin, I think it is. And there's a huge kind of opening launch party for Miss Ireland. So it's where all the contestants get to meet each other. We get to meet everybody involved, which I'm beyond excited for. And at the moment, I know there's going to be a lot of um, like photo shoots and team, like kind of, I suppose, contestant days where we hang out and we do different activities um, before the big event, which would be the final. But at the moment, it's still very, um, we're waiting for things. I think once things kick off, we'll get a lot more information. So then we'll be going hell for leather in it. 
so to be continued. <laughs> uh, could you tell me a bit as well about kind of your life outside of Miss Cork City? Yeah, oh my God. I, I feel like I'm living about five different lives <laughs> at the moment. Um, so I still, like I still work my full-time Monday to Friday, nine to six job. So I'm working at Kiri's um, with the most amazing small team that I've ever had. Um, and my boss is amazing as well. She's so excited for Miss Ireland. Um, the support there is unbelievable. And so I work there full-time, but then I still, I think, you know, while you're so busy, it's very important to take care of yourself. So I would be uh, very into still kind of going to the gym. It has dropped down. It used to be like four or five days a week, but now it's maybe two or three, which is still okay. You know, it's just to kind of escape for a little bit. And then the weekends are always very busy, but um, my boyfriend who's extremely also very supportive. There's no one who isn't supportive along the journey. Um, we kind of try and maybe like go away for the weekends or we're very into our spa weekends now as well, just to try and bring ourselves back to reality as well or wind down a little bit because, you know, I think it's very important to take care of yourself is the, the main thing, you know. Yeah. And going forward, do you have any kind of plans or anything coming up that you could tell us about? We do, I suppose, with the Alzheimer's Ireland, there is, now it's a, a little bit away, although I suppose now where we have August, September, it's actually not that far away. There's a, an, their national memory walk will be on the 24th of September this year. So the memory walk, we're going to have um, one in every single county. So there will be walks led by county champions or ambassadors in a couple of different locations. I think Cork is three different locations. And basically, you can register online to... Uh, I suppose for the walk day and it's just basically coming together a very short walk and you're kind of walking for people that you'd like to it just shows your support for people with Alzheimer's or people who have family members that live with Alzheimer's you know because it's a uh, it is just on since I started working it's so unbelievably common that I can't believe it's it's just a whole new world but I'm very excited to promote it that way so that would probably be one of the main events now we will have Mr. Allen events coming up as well but as I said at the moment we don't have the exact date so it's we're still waiting <laughs> so Rachel we're already out of time again okay oh my god the time That's goes so quick <laughs> over the 10 minutes again I can't believe um, it. I, I just don't start talking. <laughs> Thank God I'm not hosting because... It's a good be... complaint for a radio show to have. <laughs> I guess won't stop talking. No, not um, at all. But um, So, of course, thanks very much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I was delighted to come on now. My, my sister's moving to Australia now today and everything. And I was like, oh, my God, how are we going to keep sane? <laughs> but I was like, get in there. We'll do it. I love doing it. I love talking. I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> So that was, of course, uh, Rachel O'Leary, Miss Cork City. So we're going to jump into our nostalgia track now, Ain't It Fun by Paramore. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. Welcome back again to Fastlane on Cork City Community Radio. I'm joined in studio by Anya Duffy. Hello, how's it going? Uh, do you want to tell us a quick little bit of background about you, Anya? Right, I am a bit of a rocker. I play electric guitar, even though it wasn't the norm. And it, I suppose, and uh, I write my own tunes. So I'm a singer-songwriter to, to start off, and then I have bits of hobbies like most people and when you're a singer-songwriter too you 
you're a like like a politician sometimes you know you're you're out playing fundraisers and then you're going home going jesus i'm starving <laughs> so you have a bit best of both worlds but I, I kept grafting i kept doing my own thing as opposed to being pushed into circles and I know I enjoy every minute of it because I sing what I want and what I sound like and people dance and have a right laugh. So I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the main thing, I suppose. Yeah, that's my musical background. (laughs) I did a lot of touring around the world. I kind of had to, I thought I can't just keep playing in Cork now because they're probably saying, oh, you're very good just because... I'm from Cork. <laughs> 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 so, so I had to leave. <laughs> uh, could you tell me a bit as well, if we take it right back, to how you started out in music? Oh, it was just in me, really. You know, I always wanted to, to be the, the one singing. And I, I, I have a loud range, like, so I used to go for spins with my mother in the, on Friday nights in the car. And I'd have to wind down the window and I'd be singing out the window <laughs> and be out. <laughs> so I just had the love for it. And, and you know, I, I, loved, I, lo- I loved finding music and, you know, recording it off the radio on my tape. But it wasn't like a job that the family did. My dad's a plasterer and it wasn't necessarily in that. But I wanted it. And he's a brilliant singer, but to to be an actual musician playing your own, you've got to put in a lot of graft. I started playing in the pubs when I was 15. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't you know, I'm in Ireland. <laughs> Good old roar in Ireland. Jeez, I used to have three gigs a day sometimes, like, and then my brother joined me and another friend of ours. And it was a load of covers, but that's one way to learn how to sing and how to project your voice is playing in pubs and, mm. and, and keeping people Good entertained. Good Irish pubs, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, you might be, one person would say, go and learn the one about the goose that flew over the bog. And then the other one would go, oh, you go and uh, learn Metallica. So we would. <laughs> <laughs> Bow on an acoustic Metallica, but it happened. <laughs> uh, could you tell me as well, uh, I know you write your own music as yes. well. Could you tell me a bit about that process for you? Um, Yeah. So at the moment, I'm, I often have a small bit of humour in it because it, it kind of helps me get things out without pushing it too hard or too angry just because, you know, it's not, I'm not the female singer-songwriter who's angry with everything, but I do like to address things with a bit of humour and I suppose maybe that's the cork in me. So I do tend to have that, but I, I would get a rhythm and I'd get a flow going and... And I'm always coming up with words and I mean, my voice notes are mortifying if someone <laughs> found my phone. My friend and myself plugged in each other's voice notes into our my PA system one day and we were buckled. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a mix. I don't just do it one way, but if I'm getting ideas and ideas for song, I'm still old school. I'll still write them all down and do that. I can write over beats and stuff, but I often just do come up with come up with the whole concept i might go oh, i might write a song about this like I, I i just wrote one now and there was stuff that was annoying me flakiness was annoying me i was like oh I just, so oh, i must write a song about flakiness and then i came up with the chorus driving the car Oh, so I had to pull in and sing the chorus. <laughs> 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 and then, That's and then the reality of being a musician. <laughs> and, and the irony is, is that I had gotten that idea when I was in Kilradig, that artist retreat. I had gotten a residency there. So I, I was sitting in a beautiful cottage on the cliff and I was like, OK, got to write, got to write, got to write. And I was sitting there, what will I do? What will I do with the chorus? What will I do with the chorus? Sitting there and got into the car, drove down the road to the shop 
and I got the chorus in the car <laughs> after all that. So it is a it's a process for me, and and I enjoy it. But I I'm trying more now to make it be about my experiences, about life as it is now, because this is that's what records things. You know, we, we we as artists should be writing big stories and what's going on. And there's some amazing Irish artists that are, but you know now with the whole. There's not there's not a big quota for Irish artists on the main radio. They just prefer to not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I suppose your sound, listen to music there, which we just had, we had uh, won't yeah. go. Could you tell me a bit about that song? Yeah, that actually that does really well in other countries. Like I, yeah. at the start of the pandemic, I was I was so relieved I was I got a, like it was the day after I'd been told all my gigs were cancelled it was so it was the 15th of March and then I got royalty checks and it was uh, like Argentina however many hundred America and it was just for this one song and then it said RT 47 cent <laughs> Oh God, America, 585. I was like, how many times does that mean it was played? That's a lot, you know? And then I was like, oh, Ireland's coming. <laughs> so that, it was, yeah, I had I wrote that down by the sea on an acoustic. And then I, 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 I did it up in Dublin. And I, actually that was kind of the first time I got to take on a song like the other songs were more the producers and people always wanted to push me into a corner like this if they ha- if they hadn't seen me live so if I'm working with a producer who hadn't seen me live they would be like oh Anya Duffy sounds like she's going to want to sing the song yeah. oh horses and all yeah. the boyfriend ran away and <laughs> It's not like that. So so that one I got to kind of go in and go, I want to do this and I want to do this and all the music that actually had inspired me. And I sent it away to a friend of mine to put a, a little sting on it. Um, Toby Eaton from Wiggle. He is, they're another Cork band that were massive. And, uh, and you know, there's, there's so many Cork bands that are amazing. Like... I'm hoping we'll have a revolution soon. Oh, <laughs> a music crossed. one, I have a few plans. <laughs> um, could you talk to me a bit as well about life outside of music or if music kind of consumes daily life? Life outside of music? It, well, it's all intertwined. But so during the pandemic, obviously, I had to stop and I do go away to different countries as well. So I was like, OK, so I ended up building. See, I like tools. So I ended up building myself um, a small passive home with a garden roof. I love nature. I love being outside. And uh, I built a grass, like there's a grass roof on the top. It's totally sustainable. So I built that up in a steel base so I can pick it up and take it away with me. And I loved it. So I kind of do stuff like that. I'll build something or like I'll convert a camper van or I'll... What else I did in the pandemic was I converted an old donkey box and called it the Duff Box. <laughs> and it was hilarious. So I was able to, and I got funding and I was able to go out because I did all the shows outside. And I, so I was able to go around playing live shows off the donkey box, the Duff Box. It was a great crack altogether. And people were hanging for the crack. So they were dancing. And so I suppose I mix... I mixed the DIY and nature and carpentry, um, architecture. Yeah, I'm, that is a, a pretty much 
it comes back to music like I build a house but I write the song about it and then I address whatever but it was nice to be able to say at the time I was thinking there's there's been a housing crisis now for so long I had been moving house and moving house and you're writing the songs but and then I was like you know you're watching all these grand designs and they all have 500,000 pounds it's the minimum and you're like well, why can't someone do it for for 12 grand like yeah. you know so That's I did it. I did mine for 12 and a half and now I'm like there you go go away with your housing crisis <laughs> exactly I'm 16 foot and I'm fine <laughs> 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 sort that out lads and give me a call <laughs> in Tara <laughs> I suppose one of the last things I'll ask you is uh, plans going forward what, do, what are you looking at for the future yeah so I have two ideas like so I'm going to develop the duff box idea a bit more I want to try and get Irish artists kind of pushing together so I kind of want to make it like a community and so that's a big plan I'm about to I'm putting together bit by bit and I'm also I'm actually recording right now so I've loads of new music and videos so that's what I'm doing at the moment is building them all up so there's there are, I needed to get them all out of my head so I'm finally have had enough time to write and and to record because I was out in the pandemic performing too so I wasn't at home and I built a home <laughs> so now I was able to get time to write in it and record so I have I have the backup to go back on tour and and do the rest the, the usual music thing <laughs> So Anya, I'm going to thank you for coming in to us and having a, a, a good much. chat. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thanks for having me. Thanks very much. Up Cork. Up Cork, as they say. <laughs> We're going to cut across to, unfortunately, not a Cork woman, but it's Ava Max with my head and my heart. Driving down the bypass to have a laugh, it's Fast Lane with Ryan Jones and Sean Collins. And welcome back. And currently on the line, I am hopefully joined by Siobhan. Can you hear me, Siobhan? I can hear you perfectly fine. Ha- Ryan, I did it right. <laughs> that was my one worry of the show. I was telling him earlier. Um, so, Siobhan, I suppose we'll get right to it because the time is uh, cracking on. Uh, what have you been oh, watching uh, this week? Ooh, what have I been watching this week? You know what I did watch fairly recently? I feel like it's one of those movies I think you could at least watch at least once in your life and just a trigger warning because of the title um i watched the virgin suicides recently it is a movie that came out in 1999 it is about the lisbon sisters there are five sisters who have very strict parents they're a bit of a mystery and the neighborhood boys are kind of wondering what makes them kind of happy what makes them tick it's in a way it's a bit of a a beautiful yes tragic story and it's one of those movies i think you could at least watch at least once and still have like a really high rating and uh what about netflix how's that looking this week netflix this week you can check out the one documentary which is all about the band of course and how they came together how they broke up and eventually their story in a way so you can check that out and then if we don't have Netflix, what if we have Amazon Prime, Siobhan? Ooh, Amazon Prime. There is a movie called The Prisoner's Daughter, which is about a father who is serving 12 years in prison, and he's also 
trying to find love for his daughter and grandson. And then last but not least, we have Disney+. Plus. Yes, so Disney Plus has released a new docu-series called The Ashy Madison Affair, where weekly episodes are coming out, which started just this Friday gone, and it is about the rise and fall of a dating site. Oh. What's your favourite thing being across those three platforms, Siobhan? Oh, my favourite thing across those platforms now... You know, I still say it's going to be Breaking Bad at the moment because I'm like I'm literally right in a binge of it and I'm really enjoying it. It's so good. You know, they made a movie about it as well. I know, indeed. I'm planning to watch it once I have the show. Once I'm finished with the show. Yeah, don't watch it before the show. Oh no, of course not. I would never. <laughs> right, Siobhan? I would never. Hmm? That's that's our time there. I'd say thanks for coming right. on. We have informed our viewers on the important things of the world. <laughs> of course. Brilliant, Siobhan. Thanks very much. Bye. So that was, of course, Siobhan with our uh, movie suggestions for the week. Always important. Always possibly the most important part of our show. Whether Ryan agrees or not, I don't really care. Uh, But next week on the show, we'll have more of a a structured show. We'll We'll be back to our two guests. We'll be back with Ryan. Possibly me. I don't know. Maybe not. I might do it, like, not come just to get back at him. Um, Other than that, We'll see you next week. This has been Fastlane on Cork City Community Radio. And this is Sean Collins without Ryan Jones signing off. Oh no, look who gets your password right. Huh. Oh no, and the girl said.